All right, we are live. Live, live. Yes, sir. You ever feel alone? You're not alone. He lived on the floor his whole life long, sweeping and mopping till the dust was gone. No one in the building ever gave him thanks. No one in the building even knew his name. But he kept mopping, he kept sweeping. He just knew there was no stopping. He kept mopping. He kept drinking. He just knew there was no stopping. He's never, never, never gonna move himself. So why does he even try? He's never, never, never gonna move himself. So why does he even try? He's never, never, never gonna move himself. So why does he even try? He's never, never, never gonna be the boss. So why does he even try? Daddies and sons, well, they like to fight. It's been that way since there was light. Mommies and the daughters, they don't get along because they always say that the other's wrong. Say what? Emily sticks together. They all know that they would rather family. It sticks together. And they pray for better weather. They're never, never, never gonna prove themselves. So why do they even try? They're never, never, never gonna prove themselves. So why do they even try? They're never, never, never gonna prove themselves. So why do they even try? They're never, never, never gonna get along. So why do they even try? Sometimes I feel so quiet no matter how loud I am. I scream and scream and scream and that's all I seem to do. Every single time a ladder throws a little bit of my soul down a drain And the harder I fight to make it stop, the harder it fights to stay I'm never, never, never gonna prove myself, so why do I even try? I'm never, never, never gonna prove myself, so why do I even try? I'm never, never, never gonna prove myself, so why do I even try? I'm never, never, never gonna prove myself myself so why do I even try I'm never never I'm never never but I try I'm never never I'm never never but I try I'm never never I'm never never but I try Yeah, like my man, he got bumped out. He was saying his, his internet connection is kind of spotty where he at, but he'll pop back in shortly. So yeah, oh, man. Yeah, that, yeah. So yeah, man, that was um Coleman and the Tucci. Oh, there and you go. And Tanucci. Dang, I, I, I said you it right. Are, yeah, I said it. <laughs> you're not black folks with Italian names. You know, we can't get it. That's it. That's all I got. I'm done. <laughs> never, <laughs> never, never, never. So yeah, it, it, it. the whole time before my phone disconnected, the "Never Never" song was just heavily distorted on my end, and it sounded like a robot. And it was like I the whole time I'm like, I really hope that no one else is hearing this weird distortion, and it's only just on my end. And then I was like, nobody else is saying anything, so it's probably good. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, it was it was clean on this end. But from what I heard, I mean, when yeah. you're listening, it ain't it ain't sound distorted or nothing. Yeah, it's a, yeah, so it should have been fine. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a, yeah. But then you then you bumped out, so yeah, you might have had some. Yeah, yeah so luckily it was yeah. on your end, my it's friend. So you came you came across loud and clear on here. Hey, right. I'm digging that background cool. too. I right see on. the uh, you got the guitar. And the, is that bongos in the back? 
I see a guitar hanging on the wall. Uh, Behind you. You guys, are, you guys are both doing the robot now to me. Man, my phone's really making this difficult. Uh, what was that? Oh, what did you say about the background? I said, I was digging the background. You got the guitar. I see a guitar like music. I see the musical stuff in the background. I see a guitar. It looks like a set of Congos or something. Yeah. The the lady that did uh, the lady that did the art uh, the artwork is uh, a woman from uh, a, a music jam that me and my mom and dad used to run here in my hometown. And uh, when I was making the album, I every once in a while I would like play a song at the jam. And so she kind of one day she was like, "I'm gonna make your artwork," and I was like, "All right, I guess, cool." And then uh, she, uh, yeah, she asked, "I'm playing a ukulele." And uh, I think there's, um, yeah, there's like some drums in the background, and and there's like the spilled milk. But it, yeah, she did, she did a really good job. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on before we get started, though, man, we gotta do that. We gotta do that introduction, man. Oh yeah, what it do? What it do? Live on Taco Tuesday. Taco it's Tuesday. Yes, it's it's your man awesome. filling in for Step Lover Two K and Dan. You see the hat. And I'm Don Gotti Nash, and we are joined by. Coleman Antonucci. Oh, he blinked, so we know he did. He was still there. <laughs> As we come across the screen, so I see your eyes move. Okay. Coleman Antonucci. Um, that right there was uh, a song. You see, what's the name of that one? I didn't get to see it after the video. Oh, Never Never. Never Never. Hey, never, um, never. never Never from the album Happy Accidents. Yeah, I like that one. That, that was clever. I like yeah. that one. Um, yeah. I like the song, too, because... um. You know, I, I, I feel the vibe of more because, you know, I was thinking of hip hop, but I kind of get that vibe like, uh, um, oh, man, not Everlast when he actually became a good artist. I can't remember the uh, name of the group. You don't remember who got Everlast, the rapper, but he can't yeah, yeah. sing. House of Pain, House of Pain. No, yeah, but then he had the song, If You Really Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he, he switched Whitey, up his whole vibe and name. Yeah, Whitey, Whitey Ford sings the blues. <laughs> Real there dead. you go. Thank you, Don. Hey. Whitey Ford sings the blues. I actually yeah, like that. that, that, that I, yeah. I used to like that. I used to like that. Yeah, I used that's to like that. That's that's yeah. what I call real music. And I call that because everything you spoke of, I can fucking relate. I don't no matter who you are, when you listen to that, you'd be like, yo, that's some relatable shit. So yeah, um, I, yeah but I was listening to because I, I I had uh, found the music it was, it was on another one of the Facebook groups and I just you know I I, I made a post that I you know that we like to play people music and I just I listened to it I was like damn this 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 is cranks and I'm not even sure yeah and on Coleman what what uh what genre of music are you in man like what's what's your genre of music um I, I so I'm only getting like every other word. I don't know what is going on with my phone, but I I following along a little bit. Um, I so I, you asked me what type of music I'm into, right? Yeah. What, yeah. What's your what, what, what you uh, what, genre, what genre are you in? Uh, I, I I've never I've never really been in one genre specifically. Like I I've I've shifted I've shifted from one to another, and I've just kind of become. I've kind of become someone who just appreciates good music in any genre. Like mm -hmm. I love, I love every style of music, but that doesn't mean that like every song is a good song. And so I've just, I've just kind of like, I just, I like I, it, it, genre to me is like a secondary effect. Like right. the thing that hits me first is like, is this a good song? And then it's like, oh, okay. I, it's like a, it's a pop song or it's a folk song, but, I mean, I've been I I was raised heavily in music when I was a kid. When I was only like three years old, my mom took me to her uh, her choir, and I I have a lot of a lot of experience singing in choirs. It was an acapella Christmas carol choir, and I was oh. like three years old, standing on the stage with them, just like not really singing, but not not singing. According to my mom, like I was actually trying. And then um, my dad, too, my dad has been sort of like a, a bluegrass folk sort of musician in this area for like 40 years now. And uh, wow. and so they like they raised me, you know, like 
the, the, there was a lot of choir, the choir influences. I was really heavily into Motown when I was young, like the Platters, the Pretenders, um, mm. all that doo-wop stuff like hit my soul really good. And then, and then I, I, I kind of like, I got into some pop stuff in middle school. And then when I went to high school, I went to a little bit more, a little bit of alternative, but still sort of like a little bit of everything. I never really excluded any genre. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I like it, though, man. I, I, this sounds but, like this has a hip hop vibe to it, but you, but but it but it got it got a different vibe. It got a little different twang to it. This is why it caught me. I was like, cool. damn, this is this is pretty dope. And um, you know I, what? I, you when I, tell. Yeah, when I when I heard some other stuff, you got some different you got some different vibes. That's why I asked you. I, I wanted. That's why I asked you the genre question because your music. Like I heard another song, it had like a little Jamaican vibe to it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one of your songs that had like yeah. it had some. I was like, damn! I said, okay, okay. So yeah, man. Like you, you definitely, you definitely stretch across a, a couple of um, genres, man. Like anybody out there that, that's checking this interview out, man, y'all should check check out my man music. It's it's it's, it's got its own little vibe. It's, it's good, good stuff, man. Good music, man. And you know what? The, Make me blush. Yeah, and I heard the folk. The folk is where I see you come with the. The, the, the lyrics, you know what I'm saying? It feels like a, because, you know, most folk music is, it, it's based on reality. Like, this is what I'm living in. This is how I'm feeling. So let me put this into a song. You know what I mean? Let me, let me, let me put a relatable melody to everyday life, you know, because that's basically from what I understand, like, folk music is. It's not really talking about nothing too extreme. It's more like, you know, the lows and the mids of life. But, you know what I'm saying? I was digging it. Oh, you think we lost him again. And he went out, but but yeah, man, it is he, he got some different stuff. Like cause I cause he got some yeah. stuff that he got some stuff that, that could sound that got the folk, like all all the way folk, yeah. but then he got some stuff. It's it's different. Then he got a joke, he got a joke that I heard before. Like I, I I just heard it tonight. Got a little Jamaican vibe to it. I was like, damn, this joke, and it was dope, like dope, dope music, man. So yeah, he got a lot here. And you can tell though, you can tell that his influence is music, and that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? I fucks with that. Anybody who's uh let me wait till you get back in here. Yeah, yo, you back. Yeah, we were just, I was just saying, me and Don was talking about I really like the fact that you are doing a musical approach to things. It's not let me do what music people are listening to, it's more the that's what Don, you know, Don's saying, like the vibe is different things. It's like art. An artist is going to paint different scenes. He's going to paint it from different views. You know what I'm saying? That's what I love about music is art because it gives you a chance to say, you know what? I wake up. I'm in a, I'm in a, a reggae mood today. You know what? I wake up. I'm in a little uh, 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 a Pink Floyd mood today. I wake up. I'm in the Jay-Z mood today. You know what I'm saying? I love that about music because that music along with art is one of the forms where you can go and say, you know what? This is how I'm feeling. So let me do it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I like that shit. Like I said, yeah. this it, and that remind me of when uh, that's the first thing I heard. I was like, yo, this shit remind me of the uh, Everlast, yeah, the white, 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 yeah, white, yeah, because yeah. that's that's that, that song where he um, what it's like, what it's yeah. like, yeah, 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 I used to love that song. Hey, it was yeah, different. I, 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 yeah. I used to fuck with that joke. Yeah, a little story in it, and then it just like yeah. I used to love it. I used to love hearing that. Yeah, everybody was like, Yeah, I know what it's like. I feel like Yeah, because music basically about relating to stuff. Especially especially when you can relate to something that somebody's singing about. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't even matter if 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 it's what type it don't even matter what type of music it is. If it's something that catches you, man. You're like, oh, okay. This, this, I like yeah. this. I'm feeling this. It's like, the, it's like the words of the song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, never, it's like what you're saying. You, it, Why do we try to prove ourselves when a lot of times it never works? We never get the recognition of the flowers we feel like we deserve as people, but we constantly are doing things to try to get that recognition from other people. You know what I'm saying? To say, hey, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the situation is, like you said, the two sisters beefing or whether it's mom and dad, brother and cousin, just people in the industry, always somebody say, yo, recognize how I am and who I am as a person. You know what I'm saying? Validate to a sense. And some people just don't get that shit. So, yeah, like I said, I got that. I got, I got where you was coming from with that. That was some real shit. They even put that on like a, a, a good movies or something. That sounds like some good soundtrack shit. Right. Yeah. Hey, Cole, 
Come on, where, where, uh, where you, where you from? A lot. What? No, I said, where you from? Uh, Oregon. I'm from, from Oregon. uh, yeah, a little, uh, I'm from Southern Oregon, a little town called Grants Pass. We're close to, um, it's just, we're in this area called the Roque Valley that's just like, it's just a pit of, like, it's a good, it's a good area because the people in it are good, but it's, it's a really, really hard place to be any sort of artist or any sort of like, like we, we have in the past, like 10 years, I've maybe heard of two stand up shows in, wow. in my area. Like that's how that it's like, it's like no matter what any, like I I've had so many stories of like trying to like, I, I used to play at a dive bar with a friend of mine from choir and, and both of our dads played with us. So it was me and my friend and then both of our dads and we called ourselves Relative Soul. And it was real fun. Like she is a she was a great singer and our, my dad is my dad and the other dad are great uh, instrumentalists. And like we played some of my original stuff. We played some like Amy Winehouse covers. It was really good. And one so one night I'm doing I'm doing an instrumental song that I've written and I'm like I've furiously practiced this and home drunk homie with a beer like walks like right up to me like like two inches from my face he's got the beer breath and i'm just like literally in the middle of a song and the two dad my the my dad and my friends that are playing with me and he just he just goes hey bro can you play some sublime and i i looked at him like i looked at him i gave him a look like Fuck off, dude. And then he goes, Let me just let me start it out for you. <laughs> and I just like I threw my hands up and like just was like, What the f-? I I said some choice words and nobody in the bar seemed like they were but the guy himself was like gave me the gave me the I'm gave me the look like I'm the asshole. But it's just cover bands. Because it's all that's all it is in my area. It's just cover bands. If you play cover songs, you will get gigs at bars. Did the man come up to you and was going to start off the song that he wanted to hear while you was doing your own thing? Hey you got to become an artist because that's an artist's story, right? That is a, a a definite Stephen Colbert late show interview right there. Everybody has those type of stories. That was a classic one right there. But, you know, I was going to ask you, because you basically got into it, like, how is the music scene? Because, you know, like you were just saying, depending on where you're from, oh, shit. Yeah, he said. Yeah, yeah, he said his shit. Actually, I, hey, I'm gonna ask him about the you, you know Oregon decriminalized drugs or something. I wanted to ask him about that, man. What? Hey, step that. That's just step. Hey, Don, that man said the man started singing, put the line in his face in the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. He definitely was hey. in this. He definitely was in his space, man. Hey, well, yeah, like I was saying, uh, uh, you know how, like you said, the the toughness it is for music, the exposure for music. So, you know, being as where oh, you yeah. come from, do you, do you feel like, you know, if you want to make your big shots, you got to or take that big shot, you got to leave and go somewhere else, you know, to, or, or, or chart, you know, something, oh, yeah. something in a different place? There's no, like, there's no high-end sort of hope for <laughs> any sort of, like, content producer in this area. And, and I mean, like, you, you the high-end hope, like I used to do a lot of theater and like I did a lot of, of uh, local theater and I did so much that I started like getting accepted into the club. If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, the, like the whole, like the whole, like, Hey, we're, we're only casting people who are going to make money or like, wow. or like we're skimming money off the top and not telling anyone. And it, and it just, it, it's, it's really like, that's all that you can you all you can have in this town in this area is like small time sort of power i mm-hmm. you have you can have power in a small town setting so whoop de doo i guess you know great mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was although the big the big fish in the little pond type thing yeah yeah 
And um, I live actually pretty close to uh, Ashland, Oregon, which has the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. Now, mm. according to them, that's, you know, that's, and it is, it's, 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 a, it's a pretty worldwide, from what I've heard, like the, the Oregon Shakespeare Festival is, dang yeah, he he did say his internet was uh where he live at. He he said it's is 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 spotty. <laughs> like, you know, I, you know I, he in Oregon. Yeah, yeah. You know he in Mud Pit, Oregon, because he can't even. Hey, who, we, we, hey, uh, Coleman. Yo. Yeah, who is doing y'all internet out there in Oregon? Is it this ain't the right? Who's going out? We need to send a complaint department. They got a complaint department out there, or is it just one guy that comes and just sets the shit up out the back of his bank? The internet. Uh, what was that? Your your. Uh, can you start that over? The my my phone. I think is making both of you sound like robots, and so I'm trying to like, pick I, yeah, out every no, other I, word. But... I said, "Who in the hell is doing the internet out there in Oregon?" Oh, internet. Yeah, Oregon. exactly. Hundred percent. Whole big time. Big time. Agree. Like I'm using my phone, and it the mobile data on my phone. And I have unlimited data, and I can't even consistently watch Twitch. Like I live out <laughs> in the mountains, so I got mountain internet, I guess. Mountain internet. That hey, that should be the name 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 of your. That sounds like a song title or album title. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, the yeah. name of his next project should be called Mountain Internet. You know, hey. That is a perfect joint. Yeah, My yeah, man yeah. said he got mountain internet. That that sounds like a song. <laughs> hey, hey, Coleman. So, so yeah, no, nah, you like I said, like, like I said, you can keep popping back in. But uh, up before before we do move on to the next stuff, uh, where can the people find you at on um on all the um, social media um, platforms? Yeah? Uh so we're. I'm on Facebook as Flowman Creations. It's sort of an uh, over-branching sort of, um, I've got a few different uh, things that I'm going to release through there. And then I've also got a band with my mom and dad called The Ant Hill. And uh, it's where we just put out an album of original songs, 12 original songs, um, five of my mom's songs, which is pretty freaking cool because... She only wanted to do two, and I was like, "Come on, mom, you." Oh man, he's giving yeah, it to yeah. his mom's story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. got to work on this. Though. We got to send Coleman a fuck your opinion internet pack. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to get into some good stuff. I'm all in the camera like what? Yeah. So yeah, what you, yeah. What you said about your mom? Okay, yeah, I'm saying he was getting good. I got closer to my phone. The camera on my phone. Like, what do you think? Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, yeah, right now it's just Flowman Creations on YouTube as well. Um, I'm trying to put out some more. Mom story, your mom's song. You said your mom did two, she did five songs, and you said she's oh, yeah, she. She only wanted to do uh, two, even though she's written five. And I totally convinced her of like, you should put all of your songs in because they're really, really good. And like, why not? And um, it it was uh, it was really, really rewarding for me to be able to produce and record and just sort of do. I did all the mastering, too. I just taught myself on this album and um, it. It was played. They played it on uh, uh, Jefferson Public Radio, which is part of NPR. But there's a folk Ooh. show every Sunday night that they do. Uh, they do in uh, in uh, Ashland that I was talking about a little bit ago. And one of our friends, we 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 gave him a CD, and he we didn't ask him to play it. We just gave him a CD, and he's like, "This is good. I'm gonna play it." So it was really like. And then he played one of my mom's songs. It wasn't one of my songs that he played on the radio. It was one of my mom's. So it was really, it just felt so rewarding to like, I've told my mom 
for years, I've told her, like, you are much better at singing than you give yourself credit for. Because, you know, we all suffer from the brain being our own worst critic. And, and you know, there's real right. things like imposter syndrome. But just for her to have, have that, like, it's like, no, you were played on the radio. That's a solid rock. That's like, mm-hmm. you can go to that. And so it just is super rewarding to be able to have that all go together. Let me ask you a question. When you're recording with your mom, I mean, since you've basically been doing it, you know, it's not really too much uh, awkwardness. You know what I'm saying? But do we, is it come to points where you like, Mom, I need you to hit it right here. Well, you got to kind of take command as the engineer. Because, you know, is any studio or, oh, shit. He back there. He got. Oh, yeah. Hey, call me. You hear me? Can you hear me? Call me. You going to make me pull down my mic. Coleman, can you hear me? No, I, I can't. I didn't. Uh, I actually heard Coleman, can you hear me? But I didn't hear anything else. Yeah, oh, that, was that is, yeah. Oh, that was, um, yeah, I was asking, like, there's just times, like, you being an engineer, producer, where, you know, you're working with, like, your mom and your dad, where you kind of get into a little, the artist slash engineer thing going back and forth more than, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's all fun and family and music. But, you know, it's, it's things, people take their, their craft serious. Is every time when you got to pull up on mom, like, look, mom, you ain't hit that. You was a little flat on that last note. I'm going to need you to kick it up a little bit, mom, on this next one. Is, is it times like that working with your with your parents? Oh, man. Hey, dog, we got to work with my man. We having a great interview, man. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, hey, I'm trying to. Let me talk to the people right quick to call and get back. If you don't know about Taco Tuesday or fuck your opinion, sometimes things are a little hinky. You know, we try to keep everything on point for y'all. Um, but bear with us. You know, we're having a good interview. Uh, my man just got that mountain internet. I don't even know what internet they got out there in the mountain. He must be really out there. Shit, I wonder. Hey, do you know any artists from Oregon, man? Hell no, I don't know yeah, no artists yeah. from Oregon. That, that was my biggest thing. When you said we got uh, the uh, uh, Oregon artists, I'm thinking myself, because like I said, I think it was going to be rap, so I'm like, yo, how was the Oregon hip-hop thing? You know, because you don't get to ask them any questions. Um, oh, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, a question we, we, we ask everybody, man. I mean, you, you, you into hip-hop, right? Who's the, um, who's your favorite uh, rappers, man, if, 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 from, from, from all time? Like, who's your favorite, who's your top five rappers, man? So I'm I'm bad at remembering names just right off the bat, but I do remember I was pretty big into one of the Puff Daddy CDs. I don't remember which CD it was, but it was back in the 90s. Um mm. I was really into Busta Rhymes. Oh yeah. In the 90s when he kind of came out around the 90s, right? I was actually like, I really listened to his first few stuff and like that music video he made with Mm -hmm. that that, like first music video where it's like he's moving off fast. That was just that. That blew my mind. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Yeah, he was there. Hey, I'm actually talking about Busted. That was good. That was, uh, that was Give Me Some More. That was Give Me Some More. When it was like a cartoon. Yeah, that was my joint. Yeah, yeah when he was rapping real fast. And yeah, and yo, yeah, yeah. So, you know what? Because you know what it is? It's, for me, for me, hip-hop, hip-hop is all about can the person singing stay in a flow that makes sense with the song? That's, right. that's mm. any hip-hop, mm. any hip-hop, rap, uh, anything in, in genres that are like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna latch on to that. Right. And so just like when it's got that, when it's got that flow and the like, like the rapper just like when you're hitting that nice sort of cadence that's familiar, you can you can grab onto that. And it's it's like you hear it once and you're like, oh, they're doing it a lot. Cool, I'm on board. Hey, Colby, you did did you know uh Buster just put out Extinction Level Event 2? Buster just put out a brand new album. Yo, look up Exti- uh, Extinction Level Event <laughs> 2. Hey. Buster Rhymes just put that out. I guarantee you. I haven't, you will not I haven't be disappointed. checked it. 
I haven't checked in with Bust Rhymes in a long time, and I've actually been kind of looking for a little bit of like, I need to. I just finishing this album, so I need to kind of go a little bit in a new musical direction and listen to some some stuff I haven't right. heard before. Gotta get that inspiration. Go on YouTube right now and type in Busta Rhymes when we finish this. He got three videos. His his video called Czar. You're gonna love that video. Nice. It's, I'll check it's it out Busta after Rhymes. this. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah, just type I, yeah. in Busta Rhymes on YouTube show. Yo, he's 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 back. Busta Rhymes is back. Nice. Nice. I watched the interview with him and Van Jones. We said it actually took him eleven years to do this album. Wow. Yeah, he said he started working on this video and this album in nineteen. I mean, two thousand and nine. He started working on Extinction Level Event Two. That's how yeah. long it took him to put this album out. That's that's like that's some time and some devotion right there. Like, no, it's the first one. Yeah, this ain't even a new like, joint. Wow. No, but 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 you speaking of Buster, I was I was gonna talk about him tonight. Extinction Level Event was released December fifteenth, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, Taco Tuesday shit. I'm saying it's it's, it's, nice. it's, it's it's funny. That's one of his favorite. Oh know, shit! Yeah, and it yeah, came yeah. out today. Yeah, yeah, it's one of his favorite people. He got the new album out. I'm just saying it's like a circle of shit going on, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this, this was released in December oh, 15th, 98. 98, one of my favorite years. You know what I'm and saying? That, and so to this <laughs> that day, was ten years old. Hey, wow. We talking about it, and there it is right yeah. there on the same day. Yeah. See, that's the circle of life. That's how the shit completes. You said the circle is complete. Yeah, and it's that's, the joke. Yeah, I love it. I love it when stuff like that, you know, lines up like that. Yeah, man, that's how the stars um, work. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I, um, I got into a lot of other singles. I remember the song um, Purple... Purple Hills, I think, was the song, the version that I heard. I don't think, I, I don't know. I don't D12? know if there was some sort of like censorship oh. or something like that. But yeah, so D12. D12. Yeah, yeah. Purple Hill. Yeah. I purple love it. Like, it, it, it was mm -hmm. actually Purple Pill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Purple but, but I think they cleaned it up on, on the video version to see. Yeah, hey. they called it Purple Hills. Yeah. The, the, with an H. That was the version that I li listened to. Yeah. It, it, like, I never listened to more stuff of them just because. I, for no specific reason other than like I'm really bad at remembering things outside my field of vision. Gotcha. Right. Right. And so was you when when you listen to him when you did you have you like introduced that to your parents like your mom check out the new Purple Pills video by Eminem because you know it was Eminem and D12 you know he's always had the you know. <laughs> Eminem's, you know, we don't got to really discuss too much about the controversy surrounding Eminem's, but did your parents ever get really introduced? Like, Mom, check this out. This is the new hot shit right here, Mom. Hold on, because he would have been... Yeah, you would have been fairly young, though, when M was, like, popping like that. You would have been... So, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, oh, yeah. You so, so if you would have been listening to him... I mean, I'm pretty sure you had to hear it, because he was the biggest rapper at the time. Me and my brother... Me and my brother were way into that. <laughs> we were yeah. we loved it. We, yeah, yeah, we liked it yeah, yeah. um a lot. But you know what? Even still, like on that original album, I only liked the CD. I only liked certain songs. I didn't like every song. I only liked the certain songs where that like that lyrical flow was maintained. Mm -hmm. Um my mom and dad were they they were pretty cool about like because like my brother got really heavy into metal music, like Lamb of God, mm -hmm. and just that like that really thrashy stuff mm. and um they never like my mom and dad were really it's one of the one of the things that i count as a blessing about them but they never like they never scolded us for the music we listened to even though you could clearly tell that they were like we are not cool with these weird right. songs our kids are listening yeah. to yeah yeah because 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 you listen to him and like ken kniff Came on or something, you you know what I'm saying? That would have, that would have, yeah, yeah. Ken Kniff, remember his little character he used to do? Yeah, called? I mean, yeah. especially <laughs> if you got if you got a church choir rehearsal on Sunday, <laughs> that just was not <laughs> Friday night. You know, you go in the room and your kid, one kid is jamming off Eminem, and the other kid is just da 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 da, -da. and you're like, okay, we got choir rehearsals on, we gotta go to choir rehearsal tonight. I think, right. you know, maybe your parents are pretty seem like pretty cool parents. You know, <laughs> you know. Honestly, they they are like I'm 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 pretty stoked on like 
how they've been an influence in my life. They've really, they've really made a difference. Um, I mean, like I was just saying, like my mom, like the last album, I, I had songs that I could have put on there and we could have still had a 12 song album, but it, it was like, no, it was like, you should do this. And, and so, you know, she, and the fact that we get to play together now and like, we just filmed, we just filmed like a concert uh, during quarantine uh, right. It was like in June, we filmed it out on our front porch and like I got a buddy and we like cut it up into bits and like the, the fact that like they are so accepting of the the music I used to listen to, plus the, the original songs that I like the first when I was first writing original songs, they were weird. My my first few original songs were so weird and just like. <laughs> Even I look back on what they were and how they've evolved, and I'm like, what, 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 why, why was I, why did I continue playing those songs when they sounded like that? <laughs> oh, man, this is good, good. Yeah, good interview, hey. man. He, he, he got his pop up game, is, it's got good, though. He's he been popping back like within a minute, so, so he's yeah. Just, he'll be showing back. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we, we, we have, we interviewing Coleman Antonucci. And he's there. You go. He's back. He's back with us again. Also, man, if y'all that get was a long, I, yeah, hey, you had I I, I ain't want to jinx you, but I was like, damn, he must have felt he was on the road. Your internet felt this mojo for a little bit, man. But er, everybody out there, check out my man Coleman Antonucci on YouTube, Facebook. Check out his music, man. We started off with one of his songs. I mean, this this guy, like I, I heard, I got I got on um, a listen to one of his songs, and I like it caught me, and, and he on the show. I liked it. And, like, I don't play also, you know, I like to drop a jewel. Also, pay attention to this man saying how his parents and the people that he considered his foundation supported his dream. Because that's a real important part. You know what I'm saying? Right. To have people that really support your dream. Because, you know, a lot of people have family say, oh, you can't make it. You can't do it. It's a thousand other people going to write songs and make music. But to have somebody like, especially moms and dads, like, yo, if that's what you feel like you can do, go for it. I'm going to support you. I'm going to take part in that. You know what I'm saying? To everybody who see this, man, if you got kids and you got people that have uh, dreams, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Support them, man, because you never know where that shit can take them or you if you support them. You know what I mean? Up? What's up, Joe Jackson? Thanks for checking us out, man. And, and it's also uh, really, it's, it's really easy to not realize one idea like saying no to one per to one idea a person has can do a lot more damage than you think to them so it just like it's like man we're in this we're in this covid time everybody's trying to hate everybody just love each other like just like you right. said like that's what i learned from my mom blind support even if I don't like your idea, if you are stoked on it, I'm gonna support you. Like, right. it's easier. It's easy. It's easier to just be supportive and nice to people because at the end of the day, it's that's it's the golden rule, which is what my grandma taught me. Right. Um, big time family. I've had a lot of family influence, but I I wanted to say earlier you were talking about how everybody can relate to the words from the never never and just uh one of the things that that's funny about that is that every time i write songs i have a phrase that i've kind of coined myself and i try to every man my lyrics mm. no matter what i write mm. i try to every man it so that no matter who you are you you feel something and the fact that like both of you both of you having emotions and thinking things from from something that I like, I made that in reality. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it, it's, it just means so much to me to, to, to be able to <clears throat> affect you and to give good music to, out there. That just, I'm, I'm stoked that you guys like it so much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, one thing I've learned is you can never bring negative negative you can never bring negativity into positive energy as long as you have a, a, a direct like when you create it you create that with a positive energy that shit reverberate 
So you don't even have to be in the building. You don't have to physically be there for that positive energy to be transferred into the, you know what I'm saying, into the nebula atmosphere, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But it's a transference, you know what I'm saying? And we all, me and Don, talk about this, like when it comes to music that we listen to, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, We we always listen, like we play rap music. We always play rap music and me and Don got this... going thing where everybody's pointing a gun in the camera and be like yo if i was a cameraman i'm like listen you ain't gonna keep pointing rifles and shit and and, and handguns into the you're making me feel nervous but what i'm saying and that is it's a it's an energy you see what i'm saying and then when that transfers the energy becomes and you know negative press about you know rap music or music period where people are harmed or people lose their lives you got to look at it as a pot what is the positive vibe given by the music? You know what I'm saying? Bob Marley. Bob yep. Marley was one of the ambassadors for a positive vibe because Bob Marley could go into anyone's place or arena or whatever, and the amount of energy, positive energy that he would give, even if you didn't know reggae or understood one mu- one word Bob Marley was saying, you would sing along because the energy... I don't know anybody, it, it, I'm sure you in Oregon, if you put on a Bob Marley song right now in Oregon at any event you're playing, it, somebody's going to sing along with that. You might be like, you know what? This was, It wasn't just Bob Marley, it was the energy that came, you know what I'm saying, along with that. So, yeah. like I said, man, kudos to you on putting that 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 out in, the, in that vibe, because we need that, man. We need positive vibes and songs they give a sense of positivity to people. You know, like I say, especially during COVID, man, everybody needs to realize that we all, as they say, in this together, and it's all on one plane. You know what I mean? I'm sure people in, in your town are dealing with the, the serious impact because you're in a smaller town, you know, a small town, small, but it becomes a larger scale. You know, because like they, you know, mom and pops and stuff and closing things, stores closing. You know, certain businesses are not surviving. People are not surviving. Hey, but, hey, Nicole, let, let me ask you: what, What's the what's your take on the um the criminalization of of drugs in Oregon? Is is that that affects you too, or is it just a specific area that that's 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 um doing it? The what? The criminalization of drugs. What you say? Okay, oh, well, I'm hoping it does something in this area because. Like my area, the the Rogue Valley is one of the worst in America for meth. Like wow. it's it there's it's like I don't I don't want to like seem like I'm just like trash talking my own area, but the facts are the facts. It's 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 very rampant here, and and we have this super super conservative, proud boys sort of mentality in this area like i have a neighbor who has a giant white truck that has a trump flag and american flag and i just think that like i love the like i love how obviously just like stupid it is to whip a flag behind you like that like to me that's disrespectful but to them it doesn't matter they they just you know that and like we even had so like when when all that crap was going down in Portland, a few when like the BLM stuff started just going on, like Portland was a hotbed. Mm-hmm. A bunch of a bunch of uh, proud boy, not well, not they're not proud boys in this area. They're actually called something. They're called oath keepers, I think. I'm not sure, but I think that's what they're called. They mm-hmm. went to they, they like read on a website that a group of Antifa which like a group of Antifa members was going to come down and attack this giant flag we have in our town. And those people during COVID actually went there and like, just had a tailgate party, like with their guns and their trucks. It was hardcore to like, I live in this town and it's, Mm -hmm. and, and like I said, there's just meth everywhere. So hopefully the thing about the decriminalizing that I'm really looking forward to is that they're going to set up like treatment centers. They're mm-hmm. going to do a bunch of like reformative stuff like that. That's hopefully going to actually, um, it's going to make people actually get better rather than just adding more people to our 
already overstuffed criminal prison mm -hmm. system. And you know what? The, the funny so, thing is, um, that you said that because this whole defund the police bullshit that everybody keeps speaking of, and since like, well, we're gonna take away police, we're gonna take away protections as people. It was good that you said that because it's not defund the police; it's actually law the the reform the law reform the way the people are yeah. treated. Because like you said, if you have people that are suffering from meth uh, methamphetamines in that area. A lot of people don't. I mean, need to know that was people consider a poor man's drug. You don't see billionaires. Bill Gates ain't going to do methamphetamines. That's considered. Those are drugs that's considered with more to deal with poverty. Poverty, as we know, that shit don't have no color barrier. You poverty is poor is poor. You ain't got to be a color to be poor. You know what I'm saying? That shit just comes along with it. So when you have reform. For actual, like you said, have health clinics, mental health clinics, have places where people can go because a lot of people turn to drugs because they're broken. It's not because they just born to be straight uh, crack or methamphetamine addicts. It's things in their life, in their households, in their families that they didn't get a chance to really explore yeah. that they turn to drugs. You know what I'm saying? People are poor, so they get yeah. depressed. Depression causes all kinds of uh, addiction. You know what I mean? So it's better that I'm glad that you said that because it's not a, a, a issue when it comes to certain things as black or white. It's what is relative to helping the people. Because, you know, a lot of people say, you know, we support Trump. Okay, well, you got a lot of deal. Y'all deal with a lot, like you say, methamphetamine. But you got a conservative. Uh, you know, most of the government and their politicians in that area is considered conservative. Conservatives don't want to pay attention to the poor, and they don't want to pay attention to people that's dealing with drugs and poverty and, you know, strictness. So they're going to say, well, just lock them all up. They all drug addicts. You know, just lock them up, and we don't have to deal with those people. But the actual uh, fact is, oh, damn, my man wrote, had to, but you know what I'm saying, Don? The actual fact is, the way you deal with poor people and the way you deal with drugs is you give them the help they need instead of just putting them in jail. So that was some real shit. I mean, that was, uh, Coleman, that was some real shit you just touched on, you know. And, uh, you know, that, oh, that whole, yeah, that whole Proud Boys and the American flag and Trump and all, that's bull. You know what? This is what I learned also. People need, a lot of people feel lonely. So they need to join something, even if it's the wrong thing to join. You know, a lot of people feel like, yeah. well, I don't, nobody stands for me, so I got to join something that stands for some shit, even if they don't really, really believe in that shit. Yeah. Well, they get, they get this, some lived their life thinking they're a victim and not really understanding why they're a victim because they're a toxic person and they just haven't done the time to like, we're none of us are perfect we all have but some people just like those those are the like just like what you said the, they are lonely and they're looking for other people who are just like yep we're victims oh it, it, i said the other thing doesn't matter i'm a victim of the other thing today i don't care you know it's just like the the fuck your feelings crew. Like I love the meme that's going around. That's the, uh, mm -hmm. the, um, you lost, get over it. Crew is really mm -hmm. upset that they lost the, election. and it's right. so it, 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 it's, it's tough. Like it, you know, living in this area is, but, and if people, but you know, it's people a drug people thing. Like it. And like I said, people in those areas yeah, yeah. are going to feel that way because that's what they see. You know, they're not going to, they're going to look at it as, well, they're coming to take our guns. They're coming to threaten our way of life. No, we're not. If you had Obama in, in there, oh, shit. Yeah, he, he'll fought back in shit. He lucky, lucky had like a, had a sec, lucky had a second um, um, camera coming in. He, yeah, he, figured, he, 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 he figured it out. There you go. No, you're 100% right. Nobody's coming to take your guns. That would have <laughs> happened right now if that was a plan of the government, but it happened a long time ago. Right. And like, it, people like Ben Shapiro, good old B Shaps, he, he, like, he just says whatever he wants, and, and he's the algorithm just funnels people to him. It's mm -hmm. so, it's so messed up. Like, like, 
I I'm surprised that things like we need police reform, we need media reform, we need economic reform, we need all of these types of reforms in our society. And I'm just like, I'm so surprised that more people are just like, no, it's perfect. No, we're, we're, we don't need to change anything. It's like, what? Even you, a person, needs to change to be a better person. So get out of here with that. Yeah. You got some good points, man. Like I said, um, you definitely got some new points, some good points, and, and keep on spreading that positivity, man, because people really need to understand that that's what it is. You can't kill war with war. You can only kill war with love. It ain't no, it doesn't work no other way. You can't, it, it's never been a side to say, well, they killed more people than we killed more people, so we quit. It ain't that. It's always a resolution of people said, okay, enough people have died. Well, maybe we need to find another resolution. You know, and like I said, this country, you know, we all got to live no matter what. No matter what you feel, we all have to live in the now. You might not want who to choose who your neighbor is, but you have to pay attention to who your neighbor is because you may think that that person's your enemy and they're not. You know, it might be just fear. You know, well, I don't want that person living next door to me because they're going to do this. You don't even know this person. You know, you don't know yeah. who they are, but you got to get to know, like you said, you have next door neighbors with Trump flags and you know, all white Broncos and American Big flag. You like, hey, I tolerate it. That don't mean I have to go over there and me and my neighbor don't have to shoot it out to see who's politically correct. You know, we just have to. Hey, we yeah. got ideas. You got ideas. But goddamn it, if your house catch on fire, I'm sure you want me to come knock on the door and say it's a fire in that motherfucker instead of just letting you and your pearly white truck burn to the ground. Right. Right. That's such. That is such a good point. That you make of like somebody, somebody like that would be like, uh, they'll they'll never want to talk to you because you have a different opinion. But the second that they need help, it's like I don't care what your opinion is. Suddenly I need help, <laughs> and that's that's the thing that nobody realizes that like we all need help. Everybody mm-hmm. right now, everybody at the bottom needs help, and and uh, it's just it's it's hard it's hard living, especially. With everything that's happened this year, it's hard to just live and sort of like have to because nobody wants to accept all the shit that's going down, but we kind of have to. So there you go. You know, like I said, you know, just love each other. Just be nice. Yeah, get that shit going. Because the quicker we get that, the quicker we the quicker we can find to figure out what the fucking problem is with ourselves. The quicker we can find out what problem. What's the problem with every fucking body? That's no bullshit. Yeah. Dog, what you got? Yeah. No, nah, we about to. Um, I mean, shit. We 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 towards the end of the show, man. I'm a, um actually I'm actually pl- play another one. I'm, I'm gonna play the one another one of his songs, man. I'm gonna play the uh the rain, man. All right. Talk- <laughs> yeah, we'll play the you rain. Know, when I wrote I wrote this song, the rain, and at first I got in my head for like two years that I was like, I, in my head, this, the voice in my head said. You're some white boy who just wrote a reggae song. You're going to get made fun of so much if you play that. That's That was the voice in my head. But I played it for someone, and they were like, this is a really good song. And you're like, oh, oh right, okay, right, okay, yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> right. and, and then we uh, had Tom Hanks come out and just go straight shaggy on it. So that shit, I'm sure at that point, made it okay. When Tom Hanks' son came out and he just went full gym, straight shaggy. So, so hey. yeah, I'm gonna play this and then we'll come back and close out. So, the rain. Right. Let me hear. It. Hey, you play all the instruments. When she got another meal and he wonders for a life without about to, about to wonder, put y'all on that comment and to Nucci. Still here. We see so many others who live in peace, live in peace, and then the rain gonna come on down and we drink up. I'm going to get me a split together. <laughs> I'm going to get my bong real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make yeah. 
take credit for the music on that i wrote the song i wrote the lyrics and we originally recorded that with just me on a ukulele but the producer guy that i was working with at the time did everything else and just like surprised me one day so like that was when i first heard that and i i was like yeah yeah man that that that, that's so great Thanks. The guy who did the Happy Accidents album is uh, he just uh, he 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 joined our band for a little bit. And man, he could play any instrument like he was like had a musical theory degree from college in uh, Oregon. And like he literally could just if it made music, he knew how to operate it. And he did all of that. Like it rained the night. So like I recorded those lyrics and then it rained that night at his house where we were recording and he put a to get that rain sound he took a bus tote or not a bus tote but a a, you know a a tote like a a tote you carry he put that outside on its side and just pointed a microphone at it so that rain sound at the beginning like he recorded that that's what's up that's organic the producer on all those videos he's he's by far like uh, he he didn't he struggled with writing songs and I I can bust out the songs and like I didn't I didn't have the much of the musical instrumentation at the time so it, he it did worked. a damn good job but hey, the wait, album wait. after that is a lot of me but yeah. um 
Here, I got you. Got to start somewhere. Hey, we about, yeah. to, we, about to, we about to jump out of here in like twenty seconds, man. Where can they find you at? Again, before we close out. Uh, Flowman Creations, YouTube, Facebook. All right, check them hey. out, man. And thank y'all for joining us on Taco Tuesday. Hey, Coleman Antonucci, thank you for dropping hey, by, hey. man, and, and and bringing some uh, some some different light and love to this show. This is fuck your opinion. Taco Tuesday. Check us out Taco on Thursday. Tuesday. On yeah, fuck your opinion, the podcast. We yeah. out. We out.